0: Smarties, today we're going to share one amazing idea with you that has transformed the way we do educational therapy. Today we're going to talk about a living strategies document. We'll dig more into what this document is and why you should do it in the episode. In the meantime, allow us to introduce ourselves. I'm Rachel and my practice is CAP
1: Educational Therapy Group located in Beverly Hills, California. And I'm Steph, and my practice is Therapist in Redondo Beach, California. We launched this podcast in May of 2018, and it is wild to think that we already have nearly 90 episodes released. This podcast is our passion project. We have loved getting to come up with ideas for episodes and series and share our thoughts about the work that we do. If you are new here, we invite you to check out our website, LearnSmarterPodcast.com because that is the best way to explore the different episodes. You can look for episodes by series, and just some of the series so far are executive functioning, math, writing, student success stories, on-air coaching calls, and reading. Stay tuned. There are going to be more in 2020. Our goal at Learn Smarter, the educational therapy podcast, is to educate, Encourage and expand understanding for parents of students with different learning profiles through growing awareness of educational therapy, individualized strategies, community support, coaching, and educational content. We welcome you and invite you to engage with us via our Facebook group, the Smarties of the Learn Smarter Podcast. And now, let's dig in. You want to learn
0: faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 87 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Rachel Cap. And I'm Stephanie Pitts. And Steph, we're back recording. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. It's January. I know we have an episode coming out tomorrow, which would be January 7th. That's an interview with us on the testing psychologist. That was a really fun interview. Yeah. But this is the first time you and I have sat down to record, but it is not the first time we've seen each other in 2020. That is true. We had a good day yesterday. We had a date yesterday, yeah, which involved lunch and the spa. Yeah, and it was much needed. It was very much needed because towards the end of last year, we both were traveling. We both moved. Every day there was something going on. There wasn't a lot of time for taking a break, but we definitely luxuriated in the past couple of weeks. Steph, what would you do on your break?
1: I went on my, what I call a fake cruise. Right, And for those of you who are like, what, (laughs) I call it a fake cruise because it was on one of those carnival ships that just only goes down to Ensenada and you don't really get off the ship. So explain that for people who aren't from Southern California. So if you aren't from Southern California, the boat takes a whole day to get down to Ensenada, which is really like three hours, four hours away from here. It goes slow. <laughs> so, or in a circle. Yeah, it goes eight miles an hour, we were told. Okay. So I did that with some friends and my cousin and whatnot. It
0: was a short little weekend. Getaway.
1: Yeah, it was just a weekend little jaunt. And so that's why I'm not counting it as a real cruise. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. But you know what, guys? The burnout of 2019 was real. Came fast and furious once we both started to slow down, right? It totally did. And you had a busy break too. What did you do?
0: Yes, I went to go visit my husband's family, my family too, in Dallas, Texas. So we were there for about five days. Everybody got sick at the end of the trip, so that was super fun to fly home sick. Good times. And really, the day after we got home, I had my second fever of December. I think it was just my body's way to say, Rachel, sit down, do nothing, Yeah. which I then did for a week. Yeah. We didn't really leave the house very much. We were just kind of happy to be home and happy to be just relaxing and watching TV. And I had big plans to read and just watch tv the whole time so oh
1: i had lots of big plans and i didn't do a lot of them but that's okay because clearly we needed it stuff you guys i'm sure as parents or teachers or your kids have all experienced this burnout and maybe you're still not recovered i'm feeling a little bit like oh no i don't know that i'm ready to go back to work but here we are
0: we're working yeah and it'll be nice to see the kids won't it
1: That is for sure. It will be nice to be back into a routine, and it will be nice to see all the kids and start a new semester fresh for most of them.
0: I just had to take a deep breath, because this week is going to come fast and furious.
1: This is the longer section of school. Yeah. We will all get through it, guys. So back to the episode. And Rach, this was your idea, Mm -hmm. which I think is brilliant and amazing. So tell us about what a living strategies document is. Okay. So this is just what I call it.
0: And I'm sure we could have come up with a cutesier name, but we're still kind of tired from the break. So we're going to call it a living strategies doc. And what it is for my clients, it is a Google doc that is learner generated that we update towards the end of every session. And... What it does is it forces the students or the learner to speak and write their strategies and organize them thematically. So you do it every session? With certain clients, yes. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I started to do this was you would get the feedback, sometimes from the client, that they would forget yeah, what... The strategy was, which is totally fair. Look, as professionals, we document every session, right? We know what we've taught them, mm-hmm. but they don't have access to our notes. Right. So I started this with a high school student and we started to, at the end of every session, write down not what we did, but what the strategy was that they learned. Okay. Okay. As a side note, as a clinician and practitioner, one of the balances that we always have to strike is the student is our client, but so is the parent. Yeah. And at the end of every session, parents want to know, mm-hmm. what did you do? Mm-hmm. So taking five, six minutes at the end of session to have a conversation about what we did and what they learned and documenting it facilitated that conversation as well. Then it becomes a resource for them that they can take beyond educational therapy. Yeah. And there is no more excuse of, I forgot you told me that. It's not to say that they didn't forget. Usually they do. Yeah. But now you have a resource to go back and hold yourself accountable to.
1: With the kids that I know that are struggling with telling their parents what they did or just have short-term working memory stuff going on, I have them write it down and tell their parents. Yeah. And I have a couple of kids that have this document, but I don't do it every session with them.
0: Well, it depends on your kid. And it depends on the session. Some of
1: them would benefit from doing it more
0: often. I like doing it digitally just because that's how I like to do things. And there's really no excuse that you lost a digital document. Yeah. It should never be deleted. And by the way, every doc that I create with client is shared with me. So there's really no excuses. <sighs> It's cool because if this becomes an expectation of session, what will happen is you'll be in session and they'll start to speak the strategy mm-hmm. and start to think in the way that we think earlier or earlier in the session because they're planning for it. You know how when Oprah says, have gratitude and well, how do you have gratitude is by noticing little moments throughout the day because you know at the end of the day, you're going to write five things down that you were grateful for. Right. Right it's the same sort of principle that they know they're going to have to write something down at the end of session. So they're looking for what they can write, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Not every student needs to be the one typing into the keyboard either.
1: Yeah. And I think this is a good thing because since it's the first week back to school, I'm going to do SMART goals this week. Right.
0: Go back and listen to that episode that we did on SMART goals. That's episode 38. I'm encouraging everybody to think about doing it every session, but that's a lofty goal right? This is something you can absolutely do monthly. This is not something that you have to be beholden to. Yeah. Do kids walk out sometimes without updating this? Of course they do. Yeah. But we talk about the toolbox that we want to generate. That's the toolbox. Yeah. So I'd love to give some examples of some of the themes that I was talking about. Because I actually think it's really important that kids categorize this as well. It makes them an even more active participant. Mm -hmm. So here are some of the themes or categories. It's not a completed list because I've absolutely done more categories, but I went into a couple. (laughs) Depends on the learner. So I think the learner that I took this from was really struggling with writing and with reading comp. So one of the themes that I did with her was how to get started. It's a huge challenge for a lot of students. Reading comprehension, how to approach a research paper. This particular student spends way too much time in the research phase and then gets overwhelmed by her research as opposed to reversing her strategy. Strategies for staying ahead. Strategies for studying. Mm -hmm. Strategies for calendaring. Strategies for time management. Yeah. It's so fun to do this with a client too, just for our purposes, stuff, because that's when I generate new episode ideas. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll go into our Trello and I'll text you and then I'll say, I'm adding it to Trello. Yep. Because I've realized that we've done something that could be powerful for somebody else. Yeah. Because it forces me to be as intentional, right? Yeah, it's true. It's always good. One of the reasons it's helpful, like I've said, is because it does force learners to actively engage in the type of, quote unquote, ET thinking we strive for. Yeah, the metacognition, thinking about thinking. Right. And the next thing that I have written on this list is metacognition. (laughs) When learners walk out of session, they should be able to speak what they learned to their grown up. So this is what makes us different from tutors, guys. When our clients are walking out of sessions, it's not about what content they learned. It's about what strategy they're walking
1: away with that they can apply to a multitude of modalities. And go back and listen to episode 76, Thinking About Thinking. We'll link it in the show notes as well. The
0: third reason it's useful is because it does become a doc that they can refer back to. There's no more, I forgot you told me that. (laughs) Here's one that's really important that I haven't even mentioned. The fourth reason that it is useful is because it gives learners a jumping off point when they are overwhelmed. Sometimes having a plan of action, as simple as I'm going to go back and look at that document, I'm not going to worry about the five or six steps after that. I'm just going to look at the doc can help move a learner forward in whatever is overwhelming them.
1: Yeah. And it also reminds them that they've been able to get through it before when they've been in this moment. Great point. A lot of times you forget when you're in this panic mode that, oh, you've been here before and you got through it and that was just another moment in time and you don't even remember it now.
0: It almost seems like another really cool section that you could add to this. It's almost like I'm giving too many ideas about this, guys, because let's remember any advice or strategy or idea that we offer up to you in the podcast we don't recommend that you do all the things simultaneously but Mm -hmm. it'd be nice to add to this doc wins yeah you come into session we open up the doc what was the win that you had since i last saw you and then you close every session this way yeah It's an idea I'm offering up. I don't know that I'm that accountable to be able to do it on the front and back end. But even taking the time with your clients quarterly to talk about wins. Yes. This is almost what this week's sessions need to be about, smart goals. Mm -hmm. And what were the wins of last? I'm going to do that this week.
1: I love the first week of a new semester. So fresh. Because it really is a reset. Yeah, it is a reset. It's thinking back. It's moving forward. It's we've got this, especially for new clients that started at the beginning of the school year. It's like, look how much you've grown and I'm here to support you and we're going to get through this. You almost just see those shoulders drop like, ah, yeah, okay. Totally right. Yeah. This week is nice. Yeah.
0: Not a lot going on. We can just reflect.
1: It is. It is because most of them don't have tests. Most of them have a small amount of homework. Let's reset ourselves.
0: Yes. The next reason that this living strategies doc is helpful is because it's organized thematically. Learners can go right to the section that they need the support in, in that particular moment. Just like we organize this podcast by series. So if a new listener, welcome, if you're a new (laughs) listener. But if you're a new listener, you can go to the website and look at all the series and go directly to the thing that's most applicable to your life in the moment. Yeah. And then the final reason that building a living strategies doc is helpful is because it works towards our ultimate goal of independence and autonomy in our learners. And that's the ultimate goal. It's nice to walk away with something really tangible like this. Mm -hmm. And side note, sometimes our clients show learning specialists or teachers in their schools and it makes you look awesome too.
1: Yeah. And then they feel really cool when they're teaching something. And I love that. They get so happy. My favorite is
0: when they show a peer. Yeah. Gets the same thing that kind of happens with the calendar. Yeah. Because a peer will be like, well, what is that? They'll see it. And then they're like all showy-offy about it. It's fun. Or an older sibling. Yes. Very cool. Oh, I love it when the younger sibling's changes have influenced what the older sibling does. That's awesome Mm -hmm, for them.
1: mm -hmm. So I also wanted to share that we're going to be in the Facebook group and we're going to be doing a Win Wednesday. Oh, okay. So we're doing it. Yeah, let's do it. We were just talking about wins. We were.
0: We had a thread on the Facebook group last week. We have a bunch of new listeners and we were inviting them to tell us about themselves and it kind of came up in one of the
1: conversations that I was having back and forth. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. So join the group, guys, and let's share our wins so we can be there for each other and support each other when we're having a tough day. We're here for you guys. If you were
0: interested, Steph and I are currently receiving applications for on air coaching calls. We'd be honored to hear from you. And if it's something that you've been thinking about and you maybe feel nervous or shy, we don't bite. And we've been nervous about reaching out to podcasters in the past, but then guess what, guys? They're just regular people. Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm saying is, talk to us. Yeah, email us, Rachel and staff at Learn Smarter Podcasts. We'd love to have you on. It is so fun for us to get to meet you. We're talking into a microphone, into the computer, looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, while you may be driving or walking or doing whatever it is, cleaning dishes or doing whatever it is that you do when you're listening to a podcast, it is so rewarding when we hear from you.
1: And don't worry, you don't have to use your real name or real information. Oh, yes. So we can protect your identity, which we have, and you'll never know who's who. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think just remember that if somebody's story helped you, think about how your story can help somebody else.
0: You don't even know the impact that you can have. And I promise you, if we choose to move forward with an on-air coaching call, you will tell us at the end that you forgot that we were recording it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it happens every time.
0: (laughs) Takes a few minutes to get comfortable, and then we're just chatting. Yep,
1: just a regular conversation.
0: So Smarties, it's good to be back.
1: Happy 2020. Here we go.
0: Let us know if you decide to use the Living Strategies doc. Maybe you only do it with one client, Mm -hmm. but let us know how it's going for you. And we hope that sharing this idea moves you forward in your goals as well.
1: Have a great week, Smarties.
0: Have a great week.